Today is August 14th. The Yankees lose a series in Boston. The first AL East team to lose a series to Boston this season. Let's talk. Was is that my internet? Or you cut it out. It was with intent, kid. You you lead us off, Jake's. Jake's feeling hot. I'm not feeling good. Are you feeling good? I'm feeling shrugged, dude. I'm feeling. I said I wasn't gonna let August affect me, and I'm kind of. They're not. They don't care right now. Right. Right, but you could still not care and not do this. Uh, welcome to Talking Yanks. My name is Jimmy. Welcome His to Talking Yanks, Jake. Uh, this is presented by Seat Geek. Code Yanks like, if you like to party. Like Stan could be playing. They're just being so careful with him. I think he makes the biggest difference. Right. Their their bullpen p- decisions are are not with intent. They're just like, that's what we do. So like, it's frustrating, but I guess I just preemptively said, I and I said it on the start of the show, that I am not excited for this month of August at all. I don't think they're going to try. I said that, I think, August 1st. Right. So I was starting to get upset this series, and then I was like, dude, you knew exactly that they were going to do this. Come September, then I'll 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 be back in the blender. But it sucks, man. Like they're not playing a good brand of baseball. It's not like it's been almost a background watch for me in August. Cause it's like do something and catch my attention. I'll run over and I'll stop like whatever yes. else I'm doing. You're nailing it. it it's just background baseball, but I do think this is where people are going to get mad at me because they want to just be mad right now. I still think this team will be good in September and we'll be feeling better about them going to playoffs. Absolutely. I I, I haven't seen anyone saying that. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's bad. It's a bad stretch. We knew a bad stretch comes, but you just don't know how bad a bad stretch is going to be. And there's a lot of ways to chop her up now. I think we are two and nine since the trade deadline or two and seven. I think it's three and Something nine like in that. August. Um, I mean, it's bad. This this uh, trip. I mean, St. Louis, Seattle, Boston just got our asses handed to us, and they do the team meeting, so we drink that up for a day. And I, I think they followed up the team meeting with a win. That you were like, okay, so you know the trade deadline hit, and it was good, except it got weird at the end. And man, I, I mean, the bullpen stuff. I think that's. <laughs> That's they're just trying to figure stuff out back there, and there's some good developments out there. But um, yeah, it's a uh, it's a bottoming out a little bit, and uh, we get the news right after the game that DJ's gonna get scanned for foot stuff tomorrow. Which I don't know. Anytime a Yankee player's been scanned, that usually means they go to the IL, uh, which that opens up a whole nother can of worms. That opens up a can of worms we've talked about a lot on Talking Yanks. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. I know we've been talking about what the next chapter is and and what it looks like, but for now, uh, and I do, you know, I hate to correct you on this. The Red Sox did win a big one-game set against the Orioles, uh, so that was their first ALE series win. Uh, This was their first uh, series set of two games or more that they've won. Um, I think you're muted. I was muted because I was chewing. That's the laziest thing the schedule rules committee ever decided. It's that if you have a one game set, even when it's by design like that, that one we played in Houston and we played two after 
that was a one game series. Right. It's just lazy. No, don't. That shouldn't count as a series loss because it was one game. It was a game. A game. Yeah. One of the teams had to win. We haven't been watching the wild card series the last five years. We've been watching the wild card game. I agree. Um, we will Trump, be watching. Trumped them. Bam. We'll be watching wild card series. Can't come back year. from that. Um, all right, Tim Bucktoo. Before we get in the games, I mean, what do we need to check off? Um, the DJ news just happened. Yeah, he's going to the IL. There's there's August left. Right. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a tandem. You know how sometimes you think just one guy's going mm. and then another guy goes too on the tweet? And you're like, what? Yeah. You didn't tell us about him. Yeah. And it's just like, let's just get some, like Clay Holmes. Been asking for that for a while. Boone actually completely disagrees with me, so that's what it is. He he says no, we need to get him more use. Right. Which is bizarre. But anyway, yeah, I mean it's there's August left, so I wouldn't be surprised if DJ goes to the IL tomorrow and someone goes with him like a reliever or or Nestor. Get I, get him get I, him a ten day stretch. IL, it's twenty nineteen, Jim. Yeah, uh, I I mentally have DJ out. We'll see if we get the double. I mean, that's a, a nice little premonition. Pre-game shows, picking up more people. Um, but yeah, I, then the DJ news, I mean, you talk about a can of worms. We did a whole episode on, what was it, last Tuesday when we were like, I think they're going to call up Anduhar, but they call up Florial. But if, if they need to call up an infielder, that guy that we've been talking about a lot is supposedly next in line. Aaron Boone said that on Michael K's radio show this week that, I mean, talk about letting the cat out of the bag. If Oswald Peraza gets a call for the Yankees tomorrow, we've, we have entered a new chapter of the season. Looking at the infielders right now, and it's Oswald Peraza or Oswald Cabrera. Imagine they call Cabrera up first because they don't want to rush Peraza. Or, hey, I know I'm Tyler up. Wade's hanging around. Unless there's They'd some... have to put him on the 40, man. Right. Yeah, they could do some. They could burn some forty man guy like Ronald Guzman has MLB time and is in AAA. I don't think it would be they'd, him, but they're just someone that. of that ilk. They do that. So expect that on the horizon. Um, Stanton is rehabbing later this week. I think I saw it. Yeah. Well, this yeah, this week. So they, I, they said if Sunday's his, the start of the week. They said if his baseball activities go well by the end of this week, he should be playing rehab games. Yes, yes, yeah. They said the word this week, and I was like, this week, and I forgot. Ah, Sunday's the start of the week. Sunday's a week starter, which just isn't another thing. Schedule makers got wrong. Yeah, that it's one's just tricky not. for me. Like, we're ending the week. Tomorrow, I will start the next week. I kind of feel like my week's starting right now with Talking Yanks every Sunday, so. Yeah, but that's us. We do. That's us. Well, that's who we are. Flip side is it's the, like, end of the series. Our weekend does start whenever, especially these nights when it's a late night record. Right. Um, It does end or whatever. All right, so, yeah, the DJ news is is very interesting if he goes on the IL. I, I believe that he will. I and and they're just going to say we're being as precautious as we can right now because that's what they said about Rizzo, and they're saying that about Stanton. So I think Stanton's a huge missing piece, even when he's not forming. He's just more mental anguish for pitchers to deal with, think about um, in, in the stretch right now. So 
no, mentions I, the lineup. You know, I, I know we're going to talk about it in a little bit, and we, we were excited that hopefully Josh Donaldson was getting sparked, but, you know, his numbers on the year have, have him – he's hitting third tonight in a game you get shut out in, and, like, he – he hasn't deserved that. Like, we, we often talk about that. You know, the Yankees, obviously they're the Yankees, and they have these veterans that are well-played, and they've been through a lot. And, you know, it, it's not necessarily an earn-your-keep crew. It's a act professional and be the Yankees. But they could use a little bit more of, of that dog and fight for playing time. And, you know, Tilo jumping against the wall to make a catch. Like, I, who, who was I watching? Oh, I was watching Pete Alonso today. Round the bases. He was running harder than, like, any Yankee I've seen this year. And, man, if we're doing some New York sports talk radio stuff, I mean, Pete Alonzo coming home, it was like the, the third inning, and he's just trying to score on a single. And he's bombing it, like, full tilt, big fella, face first slide home. And the Yankees just, they, they don't have any of that right now. So, yeah, I mean, maybe it's September, maybe it's not. I, I don't know. But it's uh, right now it's ugly. They're on anything right now. Yeah. There's like nothing. Actually, the starting pitching has sneakily had like a turn through the rotation where where guys have done their job, but it's it's gone empty because the offense has been barren. How do I phrase this? I don't know what this I don't know what this is, but okay. when Matt Carpenter was around, yeah, he would stand in the box with his mustache, yeah, and he would be barefoot before the games, and it was almost like a little moment in the game. You'd be like, ah, Carpenter's up. He's having a crazy season. I'm going to watch this one. Yeah. And it'd be like uh, a little like, not saying it was the headliner, but it was a little funk, you know, yeah. like a little like, yeah, that's the storyline of this season. Right now we got like, what gets you up? It was Efros getting a save. And that was like scary, but interesting. It's I, judge home run judge race. Home run race. Yeah. But, but. But that's the that's the headliner, right? You're looking for the... like. There's no cute little storyline of like a fight for playing time, like you're saying, or this guy's on a heater, or yeah, they've been doing that silly handshake, or like there's just it's just a plaze, mm. blase. I think it's something like that, blase. No, I mean they, I you know the like you're saying the the second storyline that we'd love is like. Uh, Donaldson has finally gone nuts or Andujar. Wow. He's getting the shot and he looks good. Or I mean, the, honestly, the sneaky best second story was Higgy's having like a sneaky good month and a half. And everyone's like, all right, didn't even yeah. realize, but cool. Higgy. We're like kind of almost there with DJ, but he kind of cooled off right when Carpenter went out. He's, he was one for 19 yeah. before tonight going out with the, he's, he's got foot stuff like me. The moan toss start, that was kind of important, but, um, yeah, it's like. Yeah, yeah. It was in, it's important. It was good. I, I just enjoy that he has a splitter. Yeah. I li- really like that I pitch. I was happy for you. Yeah, yeah. They were, like, waxing poetic about splitters. Now they're not. They're so rare. I know Otani has one, but we had Tanaka's for a long time. And I it, splitters are cool. Roger Clemens taught me how to throw a better one on the K-Rod cast tonight. How much of that did you watch? Um, so I watched the Jeter part because uh, I want to see Jeets. Um, did they make a comment about their pants? I don't want to be rude. Um, I, so I flip over initially. It's Paul Simon, an absolute legend, a legend of the game. Um, Jess literally couldn't watch it without laughing. She was like, what, 
what do they think they're doing here? Um, okay, so he I, goes, I did. I did see that that part. I, I caught the end of the Joe DiMaggio song. A Rod was just like texting. He was filming it like from right next to him. It was just like, okay, here we are. Um, so then Jeter comes out, and man, honestly, Electric Factory. I mean, where Jeter and A Rod are at with their personalities is so funny, and there's some rooted shit there that's obviously never going to come out, but my God, it's wild. And then A-Rod talking about how... Kay talks about how pissed he was about the one voter that didn't vote for Jeter, and A-Rod goes, and what about the 80% that didn't vote for me, Michael? And you're like, oh my God, Rod, you went there right now? That's funny. It's so fun. It's so A-Rod funny. It's incredible. Um, and then there was a couple other, like, Kay was stirring the pot pretty perfectly. I mean, he was, um, you know, he's talking about some of the some of the stuff that wouldn't fly nowadays that Red Sox fans used to talk about with A-Rod and Jeter. And, like, dude, the fact that they used to be young guys that, like, like on road trips, they'd stay at each other's places and stuff. Like, those two used to be thick as thieves at one point, and now... You know, it's it's like an alien and a guy finding a new life. So I I don't know. Um, I watched the end. All I could focus on was A Rod's mouth. Yeah, I was like standing yeah. close to my TV and I was just looking at it. And I took my phone up for a split second. There's a lot of that. Yeah, he kind of grimaces. Just like it was after every time like he did his talk and then just yeah. went to and then he was just like kind of like resting there in like the middle. He, it looks like he regrets every sentence he says. The number uh, is get, there's a run of good tweets on Twitter about just the number of stories A Rod had like about Jeter and Jeter's I don't remember that. Yeah, but that is there's that's been since like watching the them when they're on the Yankees right. that's been their personalities. Yeah, I used to uh, it used to always fascinate me that A Rod is obsessed with baseball, remembers everything, details everything, goes home watches baseball, and then the story was one time he he spent the night at Jeter's and he was like trying to put the games on and Jeter was like, I don't, I don't have the MLB package. Like, I don't get the games. And A-Rod was like, what? Yeah. Jeter just didn't watch games or catalog anything. It was always onto the next, onto the next. And A-Rod was like cataloging everything and fascinated me that like completely different ways to go about playing baseball. They did that a little they bit. They talked about that. They did that a little bit. Um, But yeah, I mean, that was great. And then it was just, you know, it's, it's, it's where it's a fun concept, but there's still some misses. Like, you know, eighth inning, you know, praying for a Yankees rally, and we're missing pitches to see Roger Clemens talk about the difference between his forkball and his splitter, and it's like... But that was the ESPN2, right? Can't do that right now. The K-Rod cast, yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're guaranteeing you every pitch on that channel. I don't think it's part of the I mean, package. they do it with the Manning cast. They have the football game up. Yeah, like but they don't even have the volume on the game sometimes. That, right. The, the, the K-Rod. Yeah. It's like, it, it's it's more second screen, like what we do. Like, you got to have. Yeah, but they can have, you gotta have the that on your. You got to have the. <laughs> they can <laughs> what? do the small they, screen. They can have corner. the game screen. Like, that's their biggest advantage. Yes, but I don't think they sell it like that. Because I've flipped over a bunch and, like, should. it's a tough way to follow a game. Yeah. It's the first time I That's why I can't watch game. it. I, I just. I, I, today I had to put out like I had to just watch because it you can't, it's really hard to follow the game. Got to put it in the corner. Yeah. Today was the first time I like tried to watch a full thing of of just that. Like I'd done the flip a bunch, but uh, I, I was this game I was happy. I had a hard time following. 
someone cut out all the conversations and put it out as a podcast, I'd I'd fucking love it. Yeah. Do they not do that? TV show. They should do that. We'll tell them. Jeter. YouTube of like just the stories, no game. All right, you want to get into the first game? I think so. Let's do it. Let's get into the Burns, Jim. And we've got a new partner here. CSG. CSG. And you're saying, okay, a man of mystery here, huh? Cool super guy. Cool super guy. Uh, it's not that. It's, it's certified sports guarantee. And these people, they are an expert and an impartial third party and authentication and grading services for sports cards. CSG Certified Sports Card is backed by CSG's guarantee of authentic- authenticity and grade, which is the strongest in the industry. CSG consistently has the best turnaround times and pricing among the leading third-party sports card grading services. And the other thing with CSG, which maybe this will get you more into them, They've got yearly memberships, and you can get $15 off your yearly membership with promo code YANKS. That's promo code YANKS. Gets you $15 off yearly memberships. It expires 9.30, so you got a little bit of time, but that's going to come up on you. Uh, So why don't you grade your sports cards with CSG? Get $15 off yearly memberships with promo code YANKS at csgcards.com. If you're in this world... The membership game, that's a little bit of a game changer. That's a little bit of a game changer. So go check that out with promo code YANKS at CSGcards.com. $15 off your annual membership. Awesome. Uh, DJ says it's an issue with his right big toe. Had a quarter zone shot at the break, and he will be in the lineup tomorrow. There's my right big toe, too. He expects to be in tomorrow's lineup. Okay, pal. So, I mean, that's great, but it's not a, yeah. it, 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 it holds no water. He has no right. idea what the x-ray is going to say. Correct. From z- I'm from zero to 5%. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do the, let's go to game one. Domingo on a Friday, Herman. And Nate Dog Eovaldi would try to make it regulate in a three-game set in the Commonwealth. Rizzo! RBI double to get the Yankees started in the first. It's one nothing Yanks. Make it two. Big Aaron Judge. He does it again. He's chasing ghost people. It's two nothing Yankees. It would stay that way. Into the fourth, J.D. Martinez, he gets an RBI single. But that's all they get off Herman. Six innings pitch, one earn run. We kick it to the pen. Efros does his thing. Chapman does his thing. Clay Holmes, oh no, it's Martinez again. We are tied up at two. Unos Cantos, and man, the Sox kept it all in the family. Tommy Pham with the walk-off RBI single. The Red Sox take game one in extras, three to two final. Bam. Bummer. Bummer Rosa Ranch, man. Uh, blown save. Blown save. Blown save. 
Mark Teixeira. Our favorite Mark Teixeira quote. Easily. Easily. Yeah, and uh, I don't know, Jake. Yeah. I don't know about this one. Obviously, they had the lead. Yeah. And then when one, Chappie comes in, can't find the zone, you're like, okay, they're not going to have the lead. Then they run into an out. Then they throw Chapman back out there, and I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, so we're not doing, like, an urgency thing. He didn't look great. And uh, he gets out of it. He looks great. I'm like, great. Clay comes in, first pitch. Wild as hell. I'm sorry. I don't want to be too rude here. No chance. I mean, that first, I mean, I think that there's a lot of Yankee fans in the same page. That first pitch, shit. Well, it's, I mean, he ends up getting Devers out, which, I mean, at, at that point, you, you get a little there's, juiced up. You got the bad man out. But, yeah, it, it's, it's a sign that the, the actual problem isn't solved. Yeah, I mean, then he walks the next two guys. So, it was like, I don't know what you do about that. Yeah. I don't know what you do there. And then, Chab, Chabby looks good. That conversation got to us way quicker than I thought. I think I, that was an award or something I said last week that we will very soon be saying, should Chapman be the closer again? Um, that's wild. I don't know. Anything else from this game? They don't hit? Or no, yeah. they out hit him. No, I mean, they, they had nine hits. They had the, the runner in scoring position, Jinx. I mean, one for ten with runners in scoring position. Um that yeah, I mean, there's there's been a lot of box scores that have that have looked like that lately. I know I haven't even gotten tonight's, uh, but yeah, you know, remember I used to do it with the Yankees when they were horrible last year. I said if you look at a box score and where they show you the doubles and home runs and RBI, you know, to have a chance in a game, you need at least like three things down there. Tonight's game, nothing, uh, and then the that the first game that we're talking about. Uh, Rizzo with the RBI double, Judge with a home run, and that's it. One for ten with runners in scoring position. Uh, we had three. Um, or we had we hit into one double play, right? Yeah. Um, Donaldson gets thrown out on the bases, which that's you know continuing the base running trend for the Yanks here. And uh, that was yeah. a bad one. And Boone screamed. And I don't know if it was about the replay. I think it was about the fact that he got thrown out. I don't know if that's a hit and run because then Glaber happens in game two. I don't know what's going on. They're like really refusing to budge yeah. on the we're, we're an aggressive base running team. It's like some of you should be for sure. I don't know. That's odd. I like the the Glaber one. The next game is like, wait, guys, what? Yeah, I I think it's again something you probably can't measure, but it ties into our whole opening about the show about the team kind of being in a weird place. Like if you're, you know, base running's kind of about focus. Like you know, like we've talked about it a lot. You don't have to be the speediest guy to necessarily be a good base runner. Um, you kind of need to know the situation and be focused and know where defenders are and and all that stuff. And I. I think with the intensity level down, things like that become a lot more careless, and you get yourself in bad situations. Um, but yeah, you uh, you walk away from this one being like, "Damn, it feels like we should have had this game." Um, 
And then, yeah, hey, I mean, a solid start by Herman. I, I don't think we're going to talk about him later. Wasn't it? It was Herman game one. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Chapman thing you were saying, I think that's game two. This this game was Chapman. I'm blurring one. games one and game two. Yeah. I mean, they're similar games. Three, two. <laughs> um, My bad. Yeah. No, you're good. So this is the game Chapman just looked good. Yes. This was Chapman, one clean inning, two Ks. Wow, dude, looking at this box score, game one and game two, very similar games. Yes, like a lot of, it's a lot of similar bullpen guys, like, yes. Yeah, wow. So this this was when Trevino came in um, and single, single. Do you care about that at all? Like, what was your read? I mean, obviously you have the runner. Dude, it, 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 it's Manfred. It's it's Manfred baseball. If you don't score in your inning, um, like I I expect you to lose. Like it almost doesn't matter if it's a hit or not because you can win it without getting a hit. So if you don't score in the top of the tenth, I'm expecting you to lose because you cannot do baseball and lose. You cannot do, but yeah, yeah, it's true. All right. Game two? We do game two. Talk about a pitcher's duel. Cutter Crawford for Boston while Frankie would moan toss it for the Yanks. Jaron Duran, bottom four. Your RBI hit by pitch. We're having fun. Reese McGuire tugs one for a sack fly. It is two. Nothing Red Sox, but the Yankees made a memory. IKFHR, his first home run of the season into the monster seats. It's two to two. It would stay that way into the ninth. IKF RBI bunt single. The Yankees shortstop puts on a display as he gets all of the run scoring for the Yankees. And by the way, Yankees bullpen, they go Licky, Trevino, Chapman, Efros, shut down the Sox in a big (laughs) yell of relief on the mound for Scotty. Frankie the Yankee, five innings, two earned run. Okay, Yankees win three to two, fine. Yankees win some some risque material in that burn. What? Nothing. I picked up on some risque shit. Hmm. Lineup today. Normal enough. I mean, Donaldson in the four hole, Glaber five. I mean, it's, with those guys not hitting, it's like, ah, guys. Yeah. But the bottom of the order comes through. The IKF game. Probably he gets talked about later in the show. The IKF. Um, this is the game where the Chapman gets bailed out by the bad base running. And uh, Litke came in, had a good inning. We haven't seen him in for a while. And then, man, I, again, I, I don't know where he gets talked about, but, I, I mean, Scotty Efros. Wow. Um, those are some real emotions, kid. Good for you. Um, wild that he is plunged into that situation. I mean it. It it is 
It is. <laughs> it is. Um, but, I mean, it also, you know, it, you, you were on it early talking Yanks days. The volatility of bullpens these days, I mean, it just, it comes and goes. And I do you like how they used so sort of break this game down like there was no pinch hitting pinch running defensive replacement. The only decisions made were the bullpen. Right. Clay Holmes was out. I think they weren't going to use him again. That means Chappie was the closer this night, but he was the he was the number one high leverage guy in the bullpen. Instead of saving him for the ninth inning, they brought him in to face Verdugo, Martinez, Hosmer, but Verdugo Martinez. He hits Verdugo. Right. He gets bailed out versus JD. But then it's JD Hosmer Arroyo comes back out. Um, they used Trevino, the righty, to face. Or what happened? No, he gave up a double. But did you like that? Like, this is new age pitching. This is what other teams are doing. The Yankees have never done this because we thought right. Araldis Chapman would never allow them to do this. Now he had to get his job stolen and have a pretty big fallback to kind of have no say in the matter. But this is something that you've kind of been asking for for a while that you didn't think Chapman would ever do. Yeah, it, it kind of took a bottoming out to, to get to this point. And I, I do think there's another cheeky side to it that I think I think they also know when they put Araldman Chapman back out for an actual save opportunity, like a, a clean ninth inning, that the conversation actually starts. Um so I, I, I think they, it was both. Chapman's been pitching well. They found a good lane for them. And I think they're, they're scared to actually give Araldis Chapman a ninth inning again because then that whole can of worms actually happens and they're not ready to do that to Clay yet. But, you know, as we go into our next series, like if, if there's a guy who's not a correct Clay Holmes closing games, I mean... Efros is nice. I've got no problem, I guess, if the matchup's there. But, you know, is he's supposedly better against lefties. I'm assuming Chappie's still better than, against lefties. So, um, I don't know. I mean, one guy, I, I love Scotty Efros. I gave him an award about how much that, that changeup really changed the way I look at him and who he can be out of the bullpen. Um, you know, at end of the day, Araldis Chapman has 315 saves. So, if, if he's starting to dial it up, um, and I, I think the Yankees are are scared to fully open up that can of worms. We also got, you know, new pitch mix, Chappie. Yeah. The slider's out. What's it at, 11%? The last two games, out. Didn't throw it. He's throwing a two-seamer now. Sure. Throwing a two-seamer, four-seam, and split. And he used the two-seamer as the strikeout pitch against J.D. I mean, I don't, we've seen, like, pitches where, like, was that a two-seamer from Chapman? It's like, nah, I probably. But this was definitely a two-seam, a different fastball than his four-seam. So he's making changes. He's trying things. I applaud that. And splitter looks good, but it's not a pitch you can really, like, fully trust for a guy who, has location issues already. He's never fully trusted it. That's why. Well, until now. Until now. It bumped it up to like 30% in his last couple outings. It's uh it's been like his main pitch. Like in that outing, he threw it for 38% of the time. It was he opened JD up to start that inning. His main other pitch. Splitter, splitter, two seam. 
pitches JD's probably like never seen before from Chappie. So it's a different thing. It's cool. Uh, you got to survive in the that. MLB. Adapt. Adapt and survive. What if I just put the ball in between my fingers? Hmm. Anything else? Um, Let's see. I mean, obviously the ICAF game, but uh, the bunt was like, that, like finally they bunted, and then Hicks showed bunt the next batter, and I was like, yes, guys. You're doing the game. And then he didn't bunt the rest of the bat and struck out. I'm like, wait, wait. Why'd you show bunt? Remember when the Yankees used to love to bump for a little bit? Um, the button Yanks. Yeah, I mean, I IKF game. Montas, does he get talked about later? Montas. Mm, no, unless I, I don't have much. I mean, he's still on a pitch count, so it was only 78 pitches, I think, again. I'd like that to go up. Yeah, 78 pitches. That's probably where they wanted him to land, and five innings, two earned. Hey, uh, as we're figuring this out, again, it's, for him, he probably has the biggest, he should be the biggest August mode. Like, hey, get settled in, kid, because, you know, you're genuinely like a hired gun for this season. So, whatever you and got. Next. And he's literally coming off injury. So, it, this, this guy's got a little bit of a leash, but, hey, this is uh, trending the right way. Yeah, and you know what? I'll even to be in Fenway and to get his feet wet there. Right. We've seen we've seen guys come over and struggle as a Yankee pitching in Fenway. So nice. Yeah, it was Tanaka the last guy, like free agent or trade piece we got that was like, I'm fine at Fenway. I know he's had some blemishes, but earlier on, he was pretty good there. Mm. Hap, Cole. I don't think Sonny was good there. I know it's a hitter for it's the most hitter friendly ballpark, but still. But no, that uh, I think that was a really good point that we we could easily be sitting here being like, yeah, you know, is his first start as a Yankee in Fenway, and you know he's still coming back from injury, and it yeah didn't look great, but let's see, and we don't have to do that. So good job, Montas. Montas, really good job. The next game. Recap the next game of the series. Will they win it or will they lose it? It happened mm. earlier today, Jake. Yeah. A couple minutes ago. The New York Yankees would try to tie on a series win with JMO on the bump versus Michael Waka Flocka Flame as he tried to go hard in the paint for Boston. Bottom one. X marks the spot. Xander Bogart with the RBI ground out scoring Tommy Pham. It's 1-0. And then here comes the bad man. Devers again. My goodness. Talk about getting your hands in. It's 3-0 Red Sox. And guess what? That was it, kids. Waka goes seven innings. Shutty. Two hits, one walk, nine Ks. Tyone, seven innings pitch, three earned to Johnny Laza. Doesn't matter when you don't score. Yankees lose the series two games to three and lose on Sunday night baseball. Three nothing final. The fastest Yankees yeah. Red Sox Sunday night baseball game in the history of Yankees Red Sox Sunday night baseball game. Unofficial, haven't checked it, but it's about 50% the normal time. Right. Two hours and 15 minutes? Is that what you t- said? 
215. I saw a 215 and I saw a 213. So I don't know if someone was rounding a number and it was 213 or, or where it landed, but yes. That's so short. It's crazy. Yanks got two hit. They were nice hits, though, Jake. Mm. Uh, right where you want to hit it? Every, over the shortstop's head? Every hit's a nice hit. No. Uh, okay. Tyone, another one of the same outings. Seven innings pitch, three earned runs. It's a good outing. The offense isn't going to do shit, but the Devers one stings because it's like him again. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, and the, Yanks- and the offense is uh, pretty brutal. They put up, they put up a funky lineup out there. They don't have a lot of depth right now in their lineup. They have a lot of guys that should be doing a role, but because of the way that the lineups are, they're being forced to be like a dude in the lineup, and they're not. And and once that pressure gets off them, hopefully they can go back to just kind of plugging and playing the way they want to. Yeah, that that sixth inning. So, you know, I mean, uh, Tyone, gives up that leadoff double, ground out, ground out, it's one nothing. You're like, okay, what are we going to do here, JMO? Settles in, and you're like, all right, gets, gets a couple pitches when he needs them. Top six, the Yankees, Benny, he hits a, he hits a single. Um, you know, one out, he gets on, and he's in front of Judge. So you're kind of like, this is, our, this is our easily our best formula right now. Um, Judgey uh, gets punched out. Four pitches, and then Donaldson's behind him. Um, that yeah, when that sixth inning came up, and and Fam gets hits the three two single, it's kind of like I feels like I've seen this script before. Like I, I think uh, if Rafa's there third at bat against JMO, and again a nice effort from JMO, but I I think you know when we talk about him, like he's if there's a guy like a Devers or a Jordan Alvarez, like if if JMO sees that guy a third time. You know, he, he better have all six working that day because that's what he needs. Um, but yeah. to be fair to him, Rafael Devers has done that to all of our pitchers. So, um, yeah, you just w- wish the offense. What inning was that in? The sixth? sixth. So it's one nothing through through top six. Yeah. 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 Probably doesn't face him there. Right. If it was a 2 1 game. Yeah, or even if the bullpen's not incredibly beat up from the first two games. Yeah. I mean, I do I'd hate to go August mode. The Yankees going Tyone for seven to Luizaga is an August win for them. Yeah. Like, Tyone ate seven innings. Johnny gets a clean one. Like, that's an August win for them. Johnny's been still odd for me. I don't know. I'm not going to give him a award, but I still can't, like, I don't feel like I'm watching Luizaga from last year at all. At all, like, like, it hasn't been like, oh yeah, that's the guy. That's that's Johnny Laza. Sure. Um, he's getting results lately for sure, but the pitching, it just, I don't know, it hasn't, doesn't have like an. It's almost like I'm watching um, Warren or Holder. Oof, where I'm like, this guy gets outs with that. Mm. The slider's like loopy. I don't know. Hey, he's getting good results right now, but I just. If you ask me if my confidence has gr- jumped at all, it's, it has not. Where he hasn't given me a confidence builder yet. No, I, I don't think that's yeah. fair. But put put together some clean sheets and let's see where we're at. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right, 
Oh, I think wait, we, wait, wait. I think we did miss one update at the top of the show. Did we talk about Stephen Ridings? Not. Yeah, he's healthy. He's coming back. They, hold on one second. 18 seconds ago, Marley Rivera tweeted that, and maybe this was her out earlier. DJ said he had a cortisone shot over the all-star break, felt great for a while. So this has been around for a while. Yes. That's different then. If he's been playing through this, why are they just getting... So they're just doing, this is a second set of MRIs, I would hope. If you had a cortisone shot already, that means they probably checked it out the first time. So they're seeing if anything changed. So Tracking if it was anything big, they would have known about it from the first time they went up through this course and we just didn't know about it. You'd like to think so? Yeah. Unless when he says I had a shot of the all-star break, he means like at home. Yeah. And the Yanks didn't know about that. Yankees DJ LeMay, he was not overly concerned about the right toe issue. Perfect. Problem solved. Maybe he's not going down then. I was very excited about what that meant. For the roster call-ups and everything. But yes, to your point earlier, riding, Stephen Ridings, the 100-mile-per-hour throwing, seven-foot-tall, yeah, figment of our imagination. He's throwing bullpens again. Yeah, but he tweeted out like I'm throwing a bullpen again. But what's the is he did he report to a team? Uh, he was at Cressy's facility, so I don't think he was. I don't think he was like playing games. So yeah, so he's still non-factor. I mean, I don't think he ever was one, but. Did they even disclose disclose what he's been dealing with? I know our our guy Cuddy had a article that was just like he's feeling good again. I think it was just like my arm hurts, but not like I'm tired. Like my arm hurts. Super weird. Congrats to Stephen Ridings. See you soon, kid. Yeah. Anything else from tonight? That. Um, on Stephen Ridings, there's a, I'm seeing a quote from Matt Blake about his injuries, saying like it's kind of undefined. Sure. So Matt Blake said it's undefined. Like the the Yankees like specifically have not. So Jake's right. He just let him know my arm hurts, and they were like, "All right, rest up. Yeah. Let us know when you're good. If it ever feels good again, let's try it out." <laughs> it was kind Who of is unde- this? It was kind of undefined. I'm Stephen Ridings. I pitched for you guys last year. It's me. What do you look like? I'm a giant skinny redhead. <laughs> I struck out three guys. I threw 100 miles per hour. Told you my arm hurts, and you guys ghosted me for 12 months. Full Matt Blake uh, quote. It was kind of undefined. The diagnosis was moving around on him. They weren't sure if he needed thoracic outlet, and then it didn't seem like surgical intervention was needed. And we kind of just ended up gaining some kind of ground, and ultimately we're here at a point where he's throwing pain-free. The velo is coming, and he's responded well. We're hoping to get it going. That's, hey, I'm happy for him. Matt Blake should have just shrugged and been like, I don't know, guys. I don't have the, I don't have that update for you. I'd love to update you, but he's not real. Actually, guys, I haven't been briefed on this one. I'll, uh, we'll have to get back to it at a later date. Yeah. Because that's bizarre. Sounds like the Yankees never checked him out. 
I think he was just like, I think he would throw a baseball, and instead of being 100, it would be like 90, and they were like, okay. I think it's like just one long text thread, Stephen Riding's texting the Yankees, and and it's just like for nine months, the only text is still hurts. Yeah. Hey, just threw today, still hurts. Ouch. Yeah. He at some point told them it hurts, and they forgot about it. Let us know. That's good for him. Awesome. All right. Well, it brings us to awards. The first award that we give out here on Talking Yanks is Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Jim, the Jake. Pride of the Yankees is brought to you by Manscaped. Jim. Ooh, wearing their boxers shave near your testicles um and they have those good those good boxers you bbd i wear them too uh they've started pushing their boxers i think we've like convinced them i think they were this like very much a winning product i think they were like yeah we need to play this angle more i think um, they have like I'm not wearing them right now them too and if you're listening to this you need to dive head first into smooth sack summer um, mm. by going to manscaped.com and with code Yanks, you'll get 20% off and free shipping on their performance package 4.0. It's got the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, bang, weed whacker for your ear and your nose, whoop, whoop, crop preserver, ball deodorant, and the crop reviver toner. Oh, yeah. Their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer features cutting edge ceramic blade. Whoo! to reduce those grooming accidents with their skin-safe technology. There's even a light on there. You like trimming your biscuits in the dark? This company has you covered because this is what they do. They are Manscaped, and with code YANKS, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Go check them out. Code YANKS, manscaped.com, 20% off and, and free shipping. Bang! Bang. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. You get to go first, I believe. Wow. You are so beautiful to Jake. James. You get his pride. My pride of the Yankees. You know how I give out my prides. I look back in the series and I think about how a player made me felt. Mm. The Yankees won... One game this series, and in that game, one man was responsible for all the run scoring. His name, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, IKF. He goes over the monster for his first homer. We debated for a while whether it would be a Crawford box or right field at the stadium. He chooses Fenway. He says, give me that big wall. He goes tater salad, and then later that game, to drop the sack bunt on him, to get the game winner, and he ends up being safe on the play. Um, he had the best offensive series. He made the plays defensively, four for ten, uh, three RBI. Hey, IKF, you won the Yankees the nice, game. The nice pick on the Trevino play in the ninth. Yeah. It was uh, the IKF game. And the homer was, it would have been a homer in 28 out of 30 ballparks. So it was over the monster, but it wasn't a cheapie. He plugged one. Easily the pride of the Yankees this series, uh, offensively. 
the bunt's more important than the homer for me. I, I think, I mean, I, I don't think that's a surprise, but the fact that like, that's going to be something he will be called on to do down the stretch. And I hope that yeah, it's more so the Yankees than him call on him to do it and start playing small ball and like doing baseball moves. So that was, that was more impactful than the homer, I guess. Yeah, it, it was odd. The, 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 Crazy Seattle extra innings game. He had an at bat where he was leading off the inning runner on second. That it was like, hey, this this feels like a bunt, and that it, it didn't didn't get it down. Um, oh, I remember that one. Yeah, I know. Uh, but hey, this is pride of the Yankees. And the other thing that goes with being pride, I mean, look at the fellas. Uh, happy to give him love after the homer. There's a mental side to this game that we probably don't talk about enough. Having that zero in the scoreboard, you're right. IKF being able to get down a good bunt should matter more come October. But getting a zero out of the column that pops up on the scoreboard every time, baseball players feel that. So congrats to IKF. And that was like a moment. That was like a thing. It was a whole big fucking deal, man. It was the most juiced up the Yankees have been in forever. Yeah. Every year they should have a guy not homer for four months just so they can feel the excitement when he finally does. Rush. He did it. Yeah. DJ goes to the IL. I'm interested to see what the moves are. Got a guy down there that's popped like 20. Nuts. Um, obviously, IKF, uh, not obviously, but I know uh, Cuddy wrote an article about it today. So you might have seen it. You might not have seen it. You might be hearing it first time. I gave his dad received a DM from some fucking. I don't know if it's a kid, but just a troll that was like a mock up news story that ICAP had been shot, which is as fucked up a thing you can send to someone. Not funny. Um, and then ICAP's dad got really mad, publicly called us out, which. Sucks. One, I fully I've been in his shoes where you get a threatening DM like that, where you're like this. I know you think you're just a troll, but like you can't fucking do that. And then you freak out. And I've had deleted tweets and reactions and all that. So like I was I fully understand where his dad was coming from. I just wish he didn't direct it at us. All I've all I've said is I want our shortstop to perform better. I wanted Cashman to go get a big name or or call up the rookie. So I don't really not going to change anything I've said about uh, IKF's play and the shortstop position, but and and I don't even want this to be a PSA. Like, don't send messages like that because it was one fucking little dickhead that's not a fan of ours or listens to the show. He's just a kid that he's he he sent it to him privately and then posted it publicly. Like, look how funny I am, and it's like, no nah, man, it gets real. It, it, Twitter sucks. It's the worst place because it shouldn't matter at all. But then when you're on the receiving end of something like that. It it suddenly gets really scary and real. So the I'd be just as mad as his dad was. The internet's the most real fake place in the world. I mean, you know, there's like when, when we were going through the Houston stuff, I had people re- DM my wife, like on Instagram privately. And then my other accounts and dude, that's, it's like scary when they, they come at you, they'd send shit from a place and then like harassing shit from a place that's not just a reply. Mm-hmm. So like we were texting. I was like, I fucking what I it, it sucks. He's pointing his anger towards 
us, but I he has every right to lash out who are at whoever and whatever right now. Yeah, I I, I hear it. I, I felt it. it. It sucks. Um. So yeah, don't don't send death threats to anyone. Um. Just ever. don't message any. Just don't message anyone directly besides people you you know or you're being nice to. Decent rule. Yeah. Like DMs are for like compliments and questions only, or you know someone. So never go personally insult someone. Just do it in a reply if you have to do it, if you have to be a little like reply guy. But I don't understand why anyone would go and be like, I you know what? I gotta tell you this to you personally. Especially a family member. It sucks. You got your pride? Yeah, I was going to go the F Ross man because mm. of um, he had his first save in Fenway, but you gave it to him last week, right? Um, I think I did. I did. But, you know. Play- and I gave it to him last week, too, because I kind of did like an 80-20 thing. No, nobody's thinking so, that. So I'm going to go over all this Chapman. I think he okay. actually deserves it a lot. Okay. He's climbed his way back up. Talk about hitting a low point or a point he probably never thought he was going to be at. A lot of people don't, you know, especially like that reliever position. Some of like the greats, they fade, but they they kind of just go out of the game before they become a lesser role. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like the Papel Bonds and like the um the other like relievers that were premier Gagne, like premier like closers. Right. But I don't really, I really don't remember their last years. But we're not in Chapman's like last years. Right. Um, but then to just grab the ball and go when he's called upon and and clearly try to make changes where like at one point he was like, All right, screw all my secondary pitches. I'm just gonna throw the fastball as many times as I can. I think on this stretch of eight appearances, the first couple were like 60, 70% fastball, just fastball. I remember there was a couple where he threw 12 pitches and and 10 of them were fastballs. And then he slowly started like, all right, well, I'll incorporate that. Good, got that down, check. I'll incorporate another secondary pitch. And it was the the splitter, not the slider. And now he's mixing in a two seam. So it's not like he just banged that same drum. It started to sound better. He He changed it up, searching for a new result. And he's finding it right now. And there may be more to that. Uh, there, there may be more to the evolution, but the fact that we're here, you know, there, there's people on, there's still people that don't want to have the conversation. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, Chapman, you know, look at the recent bullpen results. Um, he is earning back real estate in a big way. And yeah, I mean, it, it, it sucks that it's kind of juxtaposed with Clay um, going through this rough streak, but you know, we're talking about August stuff that, in theory, doesn't matter. Man, you know, what is the bullpen going to feel like come that first week of October? And, dude, if there's a cool, like, reformed version of Araldis Chapman and we can tap into who Clay Holmes was earlier this year, like, that would that would be the best back end of our bullpen that, that we've had going. I mean, the alternate to that would be Chapman Britain um, when, when Zach's at his best. So... You know, I interested to see what it looks like in a little bit, and you know how how many conversations over Yankees bullpen guys for the next month and a half are we going to talk about their highs and lows and who's going to climb the pecking order and who's going to go down? 
But for Araldis Chapman, I mean, you know, it's it's part of the reason why fans aren't general managers. You know, people wanted him cut and traded in the middle of this season, and now he's back to <laughs> if the Yankees needed a, a playoff save tomorrow, uh, I think if you're being honest with yourself, you're probably tapping that guy in. Yeah, I I mean, the trust depth isn't high right. across the reliever pool. But currently, and this could change tomorrow, I think he's my number one. But it's not like a high, like no one's really sitting pretty on like, yep, uh, Wandy, but not as a closer. Right. <laughs> like Wandy in a jam. Maybe that's my biggest trust. And he did that this series. Yeah, my favorite my favorite reliever is Wandy Peralta. Bases loaded. <laughs> yeah, if we can just replicate that, I would like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now the bad award. Yeah, it's time for the bad award. Ooh, Yankee MFer, huh? Yeah, you're up first. Um, let's see, let's see. Uh, my Yankee MFR. You know what, dude? I'll, I'll go off stats, and you know, you know, that's not necessarily how I like to live. Is Glaber unfair? I mean, uh, oh, no, 10. he's been in a bad stretch. Oh, I, oh, for 12. He's been in a bad stretch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, he's, he's like really the only. Hitless Yankee that had more than three at bats. I I know offensively, there there were struggles uh, throughout the team. But yeah, I mean, hey, I'll I'll just let the O for twelve talk for itself. That's uh, that's not what we need. And hey, he's actually he's got a lot of competition this week. So sorry, sorry, Glay. He uh, it was mic'd up. He was mic'd up. Thank God he turned that double play because we'd have a whole another whole another ten minute segment we'd have to talk about. Um. But that gets done, and I, I guess the other thing of note is just expect Glaber Torres to be penciled in as, like, the everyday second baseman for the next while. Because of DJ? Yeah, I mean, if his foot's acting up. Well, if like DJ's playing. Tr- they're going to try to keep him playing. out of the field, and he can DH or play third, too. So, I don't know. Well, yeah, but then that where's that leave J.D.? Figuring it out. What does that matter? Anyway, um, yeah, it's funny that Glaber had to get mic'd up because they definitely asked Judge first. Like, you're not gonna, hey, who do we want to mic up on the Yankees? Judge, and he said no, not into it. And then the other outfielders, because usually they do the outfielders are uh, Tilo and Benny. Benny would be kind of interesting, but maybe no? he was like, I would guess they asked Benny. Yeah, I would guess too, but maybe he's new. I don't know, feeling it. And it ends up being an infielder. I know Joe's was like, dude, what is he's doing stuff? Two balls kind of came his way. Yeah. And like we 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 know Glaber's personality at this point. Like, I don't think he could have gotten that first ball, but you saw the look on his face was like, Did I not get that ball? Because I'm talking to people right now. So like he like was going he was going right back to his answers after the play. And by the way, he said 57 for Judge Homers. What are we doing, Glaber? Like, we just talked about this. 
What do you want him to say? 65. They thought he said 67. He was like, nah, 57. But I want him to get more. Yeah. Oh, nice, dude. I mean, I guess, the correct answer is like, I want him to hit 100 and you try to move on from the question. Yeah, but you know, the only way they're answering that is they're thinking like, what doesn't get an article written? Right. Like, what doesn't get like heat? It's not what they actually think or care about. It's just they're just trying to. So I'm interested, like the thought process there. They were like, uh, he probably was like thinking about people that you think he's really going to break the record. And he was just like playing it safe. Yeah. But yeah, I would probably just say 62. How many do you think Judge is going to hit? I mean, it feels like he's going to break it. He's on pace to break it. So, I mean, it's it's weird because I I don't know, man. We're also talking about it's it's a brutal August currently. I mean, if the if the sto- if the next Yankee storylines is Judge falls out of home run race record, then we're just being like the sad Yankees, and I'm kind of not about that. All right. Yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, my MFR. Your Yankee MFR, 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 MFR. My Yankee MFR. Donaldson. Okay. Thought about it. Supposed to hit in Fenway, man. That's like supposed to be your thing. In game one, you get the hit. And I'm like, yeah, I forgot about this. He hits in Fenway. And then nothing, man. Don't know. I know he got injured. And like the month of, was it May before the injury? He was actually, his numbers were pretty good. And then he got the suspension and the IL stint. And I just don't think he's been... The same since coming back. He's on like a 10, 15 game heater back then. And then, then those two things happened and it looked like we finally got there again, beginning of August. Now it's been a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, man. He, uh, <laughs> three months now saying he's got to go. I got to perform. Do you have him as the White Sox for you? Like, do you think, like, mm. he can turn it on still? Like, because he's a pro and an MVP winner and he's been struggling. But, like, do you have him? I think the Yankees definitely have this. They definitely think, like, no, he'll go. No, he'll go. Like, even if his season doesn't, like, look good at the end, because I don't think it can at this point. Like, no, he's playing defense and, and he'll go. Do you think? Do you have faith in that? I don't have faith in that. I think they're going to exhaust every possibility of that because he's one of the highest paid guys on the team. He plays really good defense. I've enjoyed the defense at third base when he's out there. And, I mean, I I think the X factor that depending what it all looks like come playoff time, even if he stays being this Josh Donaldson, in a way he's a threat. Like he can still connect with the ball. But I, I think the Yankees believe in that. But... Like, let's see where DJ's at, Glaber's at. Um, because, yeah, man, I, I know Glaber's in a funk right now, but should, like, he be sitting for Donaldson? I, I don't think you can do that. So, they're going to let it play out. I do agree with that. I think they think he can just have magic or he's a threat or it's not really a threat right now. Huh. Like the, the power same swing. has been... 
not like a huge thing. But there, um, there's like a world where if all the other guys are back, so then Donaldson's like your seven hitter in a playoff game or however it would shake out. And right. It's his the, last week before that, he had some some good ABs and, and got one right before, and he's hot. The ripple like, effect. I feel good. The ripple effect of baseball. Josh Donaldson was our third hitter tonight. If there's a playoff Josh Donaldson who's seven or eight, like, yeah, that's that guy should be an, an advantage. But let's see where he's at or if he's even, if he deserves it. Because we know they're also going to want a pinch hitter come October. Carp's coming back. Right, but he might be I starting. will be back. Yeah. I mean, You will see me again. They're going to want a righty and a lefty option off the bench for their catchers and potentially Ickif. Carp's both. His lefty numbers were so funny. It's good. Yeah, he crushes lefties. Best hitter in baseball this year. Ooh. All right. Regular old awards are brought to you by Baseball Today. Yeah. Yanks are not fun in August right now. You want to catch up on the rest of the league? Trevor Plouffe and Chris Rose have you on the AMP app. They take live callers. So if you want to call in, tell Trev how handsome he is and tell Chris Rose how more handsome he is than Trev, you can do that. Download the AMP app. Use code BASEBALL today to tune in. They're live Monday through Friday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern. One hour long. They talk about the most biggest topics, and then they talk about whatever you guys ask them about. Mm. So it could be you. Mm. Mm. Um. All right. Regular awards. What you, what you got? What you know about me? What you, what you know about me? Man, lip gloss is popping. Man, the lip gloss is cool. Jim, I think my first award. I'm gonna give the people some good news. Oh, I'm gonna give the ready for takeoff award. Okay. Yep. He's ready to go. You want him to start hitting. Or pitching. You're giving it to all the starters. Jimmy, I fashioned myself an expert on this guy. I've read the books. I've taken the notes. I've seen the tape. Miguel Andujar. You're looking for a little bit of a storyline? I think Papa Do's about to click. Um... He has stumbled into a three-game hitting streak. It's an impressive one. It's one hit each game. One of the reasons I like about Andujar is when he misses, he runs into some bloop singles, which we've seen. I think his feet are wet. He's back on the team. He's getting at bats. I think he's about to give us our Miguel Andujar hot stretch in this homestand. I think we're going to see some balls in the gap. I think we're going to see him hustling on the bases. I... You know I'd, I've constantly drunk his Kool-Aid at the dish. I think he's going to give us a little homestand heater coming up, so I'm excited for that. Do you think if DJ does not go to the IL, that just knocks him out, and DJ is DHing or JD's DHing, Glaber's at second, and Andujar's out? Jim, or do you think they'll play him in the outfield? What do the Yankees do when Miguel Andujar's on the team? They play him. 
You know, so they play him in the, the outfield. Answer. I think they're going to play him. Because then, not going to play him in left over Benny. I mean, Lo Castro started tonight. I think they're in full August mode that they're going to get Andujar at bats. Yeah. All right. Good. Time to go, dude. Time to go. Three-game hitting streak, you said? It's a soft three-game hitter, babe. But he takes a little time to get his feet wet. I've seen it before. Okay. My award is the... Award. I think you cut out. Shh. Okay. It's a shh. Give it. Okay. I'll give it. Shut up. Award. Um, it's going to Higgy. No, it's not going to Higgy. I mean, it's kind of going. The conversations around Judge, so it's going to Judge. But I'm I'm telling the Red Sox and ESPN. Shh. Okay. Red Sox were the first team to game plan against Judge and execute in these last two games and shut him down. And then ESPN threw up the graphic of where all his home runs have been hit and zero have been hit bottom of the strike zone, like a ball's length, bottom of the zone, and maybe one higher. That was surprising to me. And also, like, shit. Right. Is this, does this come into play? Did the Red Sox just give everyone else the scouting report? Because I, I watch a lot of Yankees games, talk about them all the time. I had never heard Judge hasn't hit a ball in the bottom of the zone for a home run, or Judge isn't hitting bottom of the zone, or teams are trying to just beat him there with every pitch. Because that's been one of the things with his new stance this year. He's so off the plate. You can't, like, I think Flash said it one time when he was talking about uh, someone asking, like, how would you call him? He's like, it's tough because the sliders inside are so inside because he stands so far away from the plate now and his arms are down and then he's still got fastball coverage. So, like, I don't know. So, I don't know. They, they really made some pitches. But that graphic, did you see it? It was on the main broadcast. Yep. I was like, what? Yeah, I'm um I, I saw it. I, I'm not as too freaked out. I mean it it the that bottom away quadrant that used to be judges Achilles healed to a degree. I mean, if, if pitchers were really making a pitch on the outside corner, he he would struggle with that, but so does almost every player in baseball history. Um, and Smoltzy used to get way too on that, and it would drive people insane. Um, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I, I think <laughs> I think Judgey had a few pitches to hit this game, and he just didn't hit them. I, I think he's he had the August Yankees Kool-Aid this series. Um, so I'm, uh, I'll sh with you. I mean, I've got no problem shutting. Um, you know, judge concern couldn't be more... More in my rear view. It's not concerned about his overall numbers. It's concerned about postseason when he faces all the pitchers that can execute pitches. Sure. 
Because I didn't even know that, like, going into the playoffs, like, I just didn't know that the bottom of the zone there was, like, extra base hit free. He'll hit one to the porch. Yeah. And then and then Judge will say, I shush you. I shush you back. Or something like that. that. Maybe know. more creative. Maybe he'll have something dreamt up a little better. Maybe not as creative, but just like more powerful. He doesn't have a hit on the inside part of the zone this year. Isn't that wild? A hit on the inside? Yeah. I thought the up down and in has been one of his. Down and down and I'm talking at the bottom. Down and in. So he's got some uh, some hits on the, like you said, like that extended on the outside, like to extend and just cover there. No, no home runs. But the whole, it's like, it's a wild little graph. If you, I don't know, maybe I'll tweet it out. I'm talking Yanks or something. But yeah, the, the low and in, he doesn't have a hit on a the ball there. It's actually like, oh, fucking wild. Straight edge line. It's weird. I'll just do like a... I'll send it to you, BBD. You can put it on screen whenever we get to it. But yeah. I hope this... I, I wonder if we see more pitchers try to attack that zone. A little what to watch for. Yeah. It was. That was a shh award. Fifth time it's been given out, believe it or not. Mm. Not. Jake's choosing to not believe it. Everyone in the comment section, you write what you're choosing to do. Believe it or not. Sound Maybe off. I slacked you the, the image of all his hits. Sound off in the comments. One second. And then, Jake, you get to give out another award. Yeah, we might as well. Might as well toil here for a minute. It looks like Beeb's got it on the screen for you there. Yeah. Kind of wild. Just a little just a little spot. Just like the hall. Well, obtuse triangle. Bad. That's a right triangle, Jake. Bad day to be a baseball, huh? Huh? Pitching a judge, dude. What's that one hit so far and away? That Ephus pitch? Oh, it had to be a position player pitching. Position player pitching. Um, <laughs> you know, my final award. I've, I'm going to keep things up. Okay. I'm going to go with the... You'll understand someday soon, award. You'll understand yeah. someday soon. Yep. Uh, you'll understand someday soon. Trevino. Close. Close. Thanks for letting me know I was close. It's going to Tim Locastro. Um he came into the first game. He got a stolen base. Uh, he starts tonight. Um, 
Hit one ball decently. Made a nice catch out there. Um, Tim Locastro, I, I think we told you guys last episode, um, my my new favorite activity, kind of giving Joe's like a slap to the chest and saying something and saying like, Tim Locastro's a Yankee. And some people have been confused by that because I've tweeted that a couple times now. And you just need to know, kind of like what we talked about, ripple effect of baseball. You know, right now, Donaldson should not be hitting three. The ripple effect of the Yankees has been thrown out. Tim Locastro is not going to start a playoff game. He's got about six outfielders ahead of him. But I will tell you this. Tim Locastro will steal a base in October when we need it. Tim Locastro is going to make a weird Timmy Lowe outfield catch during a postseason game this year. And he handles himself like a Yankee. He's not complaining about the role. He's excited for the role. He's from New York. He gets it. He gets being a Yankee. And it, it, it just shows. I'm telling you guys, if you're one of the kids that doesn't remember some of the, the 90s Yankees team and their bench pieces that were impactful, that's Tim Locastro. So, again, just it's a bad road trip. Trying to put some of this August stink behind me. Timmy Lowe, the Yankee. Why don't they let him play? They can't. Doesn't make sense. No. Where'd you go, Marwin Gonzalez? Mm. Is that your final award? No. Okay. Just a question. Just an in it. Just an open, honest question. Thought about, okay. Thought about giving a word of like, uh, who wants it? Who wants? And it, it was just uh, up for grabs, like it's undecided. Ooh, like someone you know, could get the award next series. Like who's gonna step up? Mm. Pick a guy. Who's your pick to click? Sometimes Joe's and Chris McFly talk about that. Uh, Benny. Yeah, that'd be nice. A nice little Benny stretch. How many games has he played at the stadium? Lifetime? No, this season. Just the one series, and then they went, the Mariner series, and then was he there for all three of them? I'm blanking. He was there for the three Seattle games. Oh, uh, and they played the Royals before that. He came over with the Oh, he Royals came over with stand. the Royals. Yeah. All right, well, second homestand, got the road trip out of the way, had a couple hits, still not doing a lot at all. Uh, decent series here. Three for 11. Nice catch. Nice he would catch. be my, he would be my like fingers crossed pick to click, man, because they went out and got you. You can do defense and you can be a lefty in the lineup that can hit for contact and everything. Like let's stop striking out. And by the way, I think, I think if you butter knife, you know, his last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, his last seven games. They're nice Benny stats. Okay. Yeah, I've I've got that. Well, then I pick him. Okay, I like it. I don't I know. The bullpen's kind of all right, but except for the ninth inning. <laughs> Someone, you're right. The bullpen's kind of all right. Just guys need to get sexier. Yeah. Like, you know, right now, if you're telling me I've got a fully rested Lou Trevino or F. Ross or Wandy, 
coming into an inning, I feel pretty good about that, which I don't think we could could have said that a little bit ago. But none of them are like, all right, here comes a clean one. <laughs> it's just like, oh, oh, these guys, these guys are all right. I like Afros. I don't have an opinion on Trevino yet. Like, I haven't figured out who he is as a guy on the mound. Sure. Like, Efros, he's going to throw up in his mouth every pitch, and then he's going to be, like, very celebratory and screaming, and I am all aboard. When he's on the mound, he's kind of the lightest version of a thing for me. Like, Efros pitching, I'm going to watch. Right. I'm going to watch in between the pitches, too, see his faces and stuff. That was like a carpenter up at. Wandy, I love. Mm. Dude, BBD, when can Marinaccio come back up? Mm. Good question. And then what are they going to do? And Clark Schmidt's throwing like extended. Is he going to go? They're going to go to six yeah. starter at some point. Clark, Clark Schmidt could have gotten a word on this episode. Wasn't he six innings perfect? Yeah. yeah. 11 Ks. Marinaccio was optioned on August 6th. To be the 16th. Today was the 14th. So in, in theory, Wednesday. Unless there's an IL. There'd have to be an IL. Otherwise, they'd have to just DFA Abreu, which like as soon as one of those guys is available, that should happen. And they should just say our bad. Right. At least at least Clark, they have the fallback on while we're stretching him stretching out. Stretching him too. out. But also, yeah, I, well, I think they're going to sub Clark in. I don't know their schedule. I don't know the off days. Six man season. Yeah, well, as the soon as they have like header. a stretch, I think I think they're going to because he they did stretch him out. There was like a purpose to that. It's a little different. I understand he's better than the people in the bullpen, but it, people are complaining about them like they're the same. But they're a little different it's because little Clark got sent down with a purpose. Ron Marinaccio being sent down so they don't lose a Bray is. Literally same role for same role. One's better, one's worse. One you trust, one you trust less. And you got rid of the guy that is better and you trust more to keep the guy that you trust less and is worse around. Like it, it's crazy. GMing and, and roster manipulation just, just to do roster manipulation. And yeah. they're, neither of them are like young or like it, like they're 26 and 27 respectively. Abreu and Ron's. There's not like any sort of like age thing there schmidt's not young either like they gotta start yeah. just giving these guys shots or trading them for value yeah yeah schmidt schmidt you can under you can be talked into it the last two games he pitched for the yankees he threw over 50 they can stretch him out to 80 there's like there's a lane there still wouldn't have done it Dude, this next homestand's kind of Hey, this next stretch is a little brutal. I mean, the West Coast trip after this homestand, you got Oakland and and the Angels, but it's a West Coast trip. West Coast. This, trip. this this homestand, 3 against Tampa, 4 against Toronto, 2 against the Mets. I guess that's where I'm uh you know, this bad August could just be <laughs> could just be getting going a little bit. Yeah. The Yankees still have a crazy home record. I think it's 41 and 15 or something like that. And we know they think they're like an at-home light switch team. So you hope to see a better effort. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, you're playing some real teams. Like, I think Toronto's been getting beat up. Uh, Tampa and Baltimore just played a good series. It currently, the Mets are so good. They're so good. Um, it currently looks like, and I know we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. The Mets series, Scherzer and Degrom are lined up for the Yanks. That won't happen. How's your day? That would suck. They should do that. I think I think it's been lined up for that a little bit. Like it, people were tweeting that like a week ago, Dude, and it was that's way too probably early. some bullshit that Buck had lined up. Like as their their like final announcement to the season. Or Scherzer and Degrom like went into the office with Buck and like we're pitching those two games. Yeah, that he seems like a Scherzer stadium. thing. And he just he just grabbed Degrom in there with him, and, and he was like, eh. Buck was like. Buck, on those two, Jacob. Buck pulled out a calendar that already had their names on those dates. <laughs> <laughs> just like oh, opened a drawer and then pulled up a, yeah. a like a kind of like a bang flag, but it came upwards. Oh, you mean this? Yeah. Yeah. You're there. Damn. 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 All right. That ends the episode. It's been phenomenal. Not really, though. Yeah. Just coping with uh I'm just fingers crossed saying. They're going to come out of this. They're going to come out of this. They're going to come out of this. Uh, Stan gets back. Rizzo gets going. Marinaccio gets back. Figure out the bullpen a little bit. DJ okay. DJ's great. Oh, man. Go look at the quote tweets to my tweet about my uh, diagnosed injuries. People are not. They think they're, like, getting me. Right. Like, I was, like, not... It's it's a uh, like it was ever anything but silly. Yeah, like people who don't follow me are like thinking I'm like not being silly. Not a yet. doctor, bro. Yeah, it's uh, it's a good time. All right. Yeah. Well, listen, guys. Hope you have a great night or morning. Yeah. And we'll see you later. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.